Welcome to Chicana and Latina Moms Podcast. This space is created for all my Chicana and Latina sisters. I will touch base on mental health awareness to be able to help you understand different ways of implementing self-care and self-love. And also to remind you, que no estás sola. I want to also let you know that this is an evolución. Unidas creamos cambio, pero solo con acción. Hey, my Chicana and Latina sisters, please do not forget to leave a review and give me your feedback. I would really appreciate it. This also helps other new listeners know what we're about. Gracias. Welcome, my Chicana and Latina moms. ¿Cómo están? Espero que estén muy bien. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Amapola Ramirez, and I am your host and creator of Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. Thank you. You guys, ¿quién más está picada con la serie de Jenny Rivera? Oh, I am. <laughs> I am. It is, I never, I was say, it is amazing to know her story. I never knew a lot of these details in her life, but it's really awesome. And I give kudos to the family to have exposed themselves and put themselves out there. That must have not been easy, but I like the message behind why they did it to be able to help so many um, people who have been, you know, going through a lot of, you know, the PTSD due to sexual abuse And I think, you know, they're, Jenny's a Chicana. Her families are Chicanos. And it, we can relate to a lot of, you know, um, their family traditions, obviously. And it's nice to see that. It's just sad that there's a very, um, a sad ending, you know, that she passes away. But there is a profound legacy that she left behind. And that made me think how each and one of us is leaving a legacy behind with our kids, with our community, right? Um, and it's it's beautiful. I think, I don't know, it just takes me to that movie. Um, um, I can't, uh, oh my God, I can't remember. Coco, there you go. Um, when we stop remembering, right, the people that have passed, I think that's when they die. But when we remember our loved ones in our hearts and we'll forever remember them, they will never die. And I think that's beautiful. That's a good way and a beautiful way to see it. But that's what I'm doing. I'm watching the series with my husband and my boys. We're like hooked on it. And it's a really good message behind it. I think um, I know people have their input. We can't judge any family. Every family has its flaws, pros and cons, of course. But it is what it is, right? Um, life is not perfect, but it's like a confetti. It's a mixture of many things. So anyways, you guys, um, I'm going to jump in by just talking about the topic of today. Okay? I tend to sometimes split it and then go into it, but I was like, what up? Like, I'm just going to go into it and start talking to you about when you feel stuck. Many of us, and I 
can definitely share with you that I felt stuck. Um, and I have learned, and I wanted to share this with you, that whenever we feel stuck in our lives, it's because we need to start changing our habits, changing our um, maybe modifying our goals, right? Or the habits that we're doing to be able to get to a goal. Maybe the goal's not going to change or maybe it will. It's up to you. But whenever we feel burned out or just stuck in life and we're like, I don't know what my purpose is. That means that your thoughts, the way that you think needs to change. No one in this world can do that for you. You have to take the initiative of shifting those thoughts into a different positive mindset. Why? Okay. Let's say throughout your life, I don't know, a couple of months or years, you said this is my goal. I don't know, whatever specific goal of going to school. Say you go to school and you graduate and you don't feel like it's so fulfilling and you're like, okay, well, I kind of do like it, but I, I don't know, something's wrong, like something's off. I thought I was going to be excited, y como que no, et cetera. I don't know, whatever it is. That means that at that point, you have to reevaluate yourself. You have to make a shift because whatever it is that you were bringing into your life, a thought, a habit is no longer working for you. So it's shifting. I think it like, look at it this way. Look at it as like those habits or the way of thinking expired. Just how we buy food and sometimes it goes bad and we have to throw it away and we have to probably replace it with a new one. Like an orange juice, <laughs> whatever it is. It's just, I know it's not exactly the same thing, but it has an expiration date. There's going to be many different scattered times throughout your life in which you're going to feel stuck. And anything could be from working out, eating healthy, your job, whatever it is, whatever it is. But just know that it's normal. Don't beat yourself up. I think this is why for us as uh, moms, as women, even it happens to men, where we get tired of our hair color and we're like, oh, ya me harto, me lo voy a pintar. Oh, me lo voy a cortar. We're always wanting some sort of change because it just makes us feel like different. That's just kind of the same thing in regards to when you feel stuck in your life. For example, in your relationship with your partner, if you feel stuck and you're just like, it's kind of boring, like we're not even communicating, we're not intimate, whatever it is, that means it's time for you to be able to shift those habits that you both have. What is a routine that normally happens? How can you change it? What are some things that you normally say to each other? Maybe what are some other things that you can tell each other to change it up and kind of spice it up? What are some um, things that you can tell yourself to be able to remind yourself of that love, of that relationship? So this is the way I'm going to... So let's explain it in this way. And I hope, it, I hope it makes sense, but this is how it makes sense in my mind. Imagine you have a book, okay? And that book is your life. And every page is a chapter of your life, right? Let's say you're at page, 
321. <laughs> and you're stuck. And you're like, you find yourself writing the same thing on the next page of 322 and 323. And you're like, wait a minute. I'm repeating the same thing and I'm not going anywhere with the story. I'm stuck. You can have that book open on the page 321 for days, weeks, and months. And you just feel like I'm just stuck. That means it's time for you to shift your mind and to start writing a different story in that chapter of your life. Either you take charge or life itself will take charge. And what I mean by that is that if you're able to take charge of your life, remember, we can't control people in our lives. I'm not even saying take charge and control people. No, 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 no. I'm saying be in charge of your life. Be in charge of your thoughts, of the choices that you make. And once you're able to focus on that, things start to shift. But when we don't do anything about it, and we're not in charge, we will be triggered. The external parties in your life will be the ones in charge of dictating. Well, I'm going to say it in this way, dictating your emotions. Meaning that if someone comes and triggers you and you're not in charge of your emotions and in control as much as you can, I get it. You're going to lose it sometimes and you have the right to, but be very careful to the point where it doesn't affect your relationships your life, or your freedom, okay? Your mental health overall. But when you're not in charge and you're just stuck, the external will affect you internal. But you want your internal to impact the external. I'm going to give you this example. People who get um, gastro bypass surgery um, it helps, right? They eat a little bit. But the reason they eat a little bit in the beginning is because, right, the, the doctor said, and it's part of it or else, you know, the stomach can continue to grow, you can gain weight. But with time, because the brain wasn't trained, many people who get gastro bypass start um, gaining weight. Everything is about in the mind. It's about the mind, the way we control it, the way we evaluate it, the way we process things in our lives. So when we are burned out, we are stuck. It's like your book is opened on page 321. And you want to continue writing. You want to continue. Where's my story going? Like, I don't see it going. I don't see it going into a good place because I don't feel good in my marriage. I don't feel good even with my own kids because I burn down and I snap at them. When you are burned out, that means you are stuck. Cuando dicen, ah, estás bien amargada. O las personas amargadas están atoradas. They have a difficult time. They have a difficult time processing. And I'm saying amargada because we've all been there, I think. I, we've all been there. But we have to understand that that person who we might consider amargados, they have a story, and it doesn't mean we have to beat them up emotionally. But it's just that's what they're choosing to be. Can they change? Yes. Can we change them? No. 
we can try to motivate, but it's up to them to take it or not. But because I'm talking to you about feeling stuck, a lot of the times we do this black and white mindset. I'm stuck in this relationship and it's not going anywhere, so I'm going to divorce. I am not here to tell you to what to do, but I do want to tell you that be very careful with very irrational decisions. Never make a decision so drastic when you are mad. Take the time to trust yourself and to take the time to process. Because maybe at that point you're stuck emotionally and all you need is time and silence and a cleansing breathing techniques to kick in. But the only person that's going to be able to implement that is you. And I know you know, I'm talking to you about this and I hope that at one point when you're in an argument or some sort of situation, you're able to remember this. It's okay to not be okay. It's, a, it's okay to be mad. How many of us did not, I mean, grew up not hearing that? Escuchamos, ¿para qué te enojas? No te enojes. Estás loca. Estás pendeja. How many of us heard that growing up? You know why we heard that growing up? Because our parents heard that growing up. And it's a story that repeats itself. Now, because we are in this, in this space, right? We take the time to listen to a podcast, to pick up a book, to pay for sessions, see a therapist, whatever it is. Now it's shifting. But feeling stuck is part of the growing process. Don't beat yourself up. Don't ever beat yourself up for a decision that you regret. Just look at it as a learned lesson. It's, you can say it was a mistake. I learned from it. And let's move forward. I know it's easier said than done. I know. But it helps for you to repeat it in your heart, to repeat it in your mind, to pray to God. Whatever it is that works for you. And the reason I'm saying this, you guys, is because all of the solutions, you know them. All the solutions in your life, you know them. Sometimes it's really hard to just make the time to acknowledge our emotions. Like sadness, we push it to the side. We fear joy. Why do we fear, fear joy? If that's what we want. Just how we, it's important for us to accept those unwanted emotions like sadness. We have to also accept the good. It's like we reject the bad and then we reject the good. What? No. The healthy, the healthy way to do this, <clears throat> excuse me, the healthy way to do this is to accept all of the emotions as they are. But, but it's important to know how to respond versus react. But sometimes we do have to react when it's a situation between life or death. Where you have to advocate for yourself and defend yourself physically, right? 
And if you have to defend yourself verbally, you know, against someone that's attacking you, use your intelligence. Use your intelligence. I think we can relate to this, you guys. Our parents immigrated to this country not knowing the language. Listen to what I'm going to say. They did not know how to speak English. But communication is also body language. And how did our parents communicate with their body language? By working hard, by being consistent, by never giving up. They might have not ever known English when they were little, of course. But that did not stop them from behaving how they felt and the desires they they wanted by going into a new country, not knowing the language, not having the money. But they did have the language of body language of being hard workers. Family unity. How many parents have sent money to Mexico or to their country? Right? Everything that our parents did for us is amazing. I cannot imagine ever going to another country, not knowing the language, not having money, It's crazy, but that's survival mode. That's survival mode. So if you're stuck in your life, at some point you will get to that space of survival mode. Because when we get stuck somewhere, we're not happy. I mean, I know every case is so different and it's really challenging for me to give every single example, but... When we are stuck in a situation in our lives and we feel like we're not getting somewhere and there's anger and frustration, which ends up affecting your partner and then your parenting and then your work and then thinking about, oh, I got to pay my rent, but I'm have, you know, I might get fired because I'm not doing my job right because emotionally, right, mentally, I'm not, I'm not doing well. This is the importance, you guys, that in our generation, the importance of asking for help and seeking a therapist. If your primo, your prima, your tia, your tío, your mom, your dad, and nobody in your family has ever seeked therapy, do not follow their footsteps. Be the change. It is scary. It is. Because then we have family members saying, es para locos. No, it's not. If you feel stuck in your life, you deserve to feel to feel and be unstuck. To be able to continue to spread your wings. But it's a beautiful transformation when we open ourselves, when we open our heart and our mind to know that you are not alone. That we have all of these resources. There's a lot of beautiful platforms on Instagram, on Facebook, to where you can reach out and say, hey, where can I find help for this? You can send me a message. I can help you and, and um, 
refer you to whatever it is that you need. Obviously, I can't do therapy and, you know, give you advice um, because ethically we can't do that. But if you need a hand for me to help you, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, there's so many other platforms as well that are able to provide that help. But I would like to remind you that the next time you feel that you're stuck, or maybe right now you feel like you're stuck, and you're like, I just don't know what to do. That's, that's okay. Just think about it. Ask yourself questions. The mind starts to gather answers when you start asking yourself questions versus statements. So I'm going to give you an example. If you feel stuck and you, and you tell yourself, I'm stuck. That's a statement. But if you say, okay, I'm feeling stuck, but how can I get myself out of this? Right? Now that's a question. And when you ask yourself a question, the mind starts to work and you start finding the answers. The example that I can give you, que se me viene la mente, is because I've had my aunt and my grandpa... I've seen my mom, family members were, you know, struggling for money. ¿Cómo le vamos a hacer? A ver, ¿cómo le hago? ¿Cómo le hago para hacer más dinero? That's a question. And guess what? They started, like, making tamales and selling them. Churros, whatever it is, right? But when you ask yourself a question and you sit with it, and you repeat it because you really want to find that answer, you will Get it. If you have to write it down, if brainstorm, sleep on it, revise it, the answer will come. I personally ask myself the question, but I also ask God to help me with the question because I know I am not alone because he is so good to me. And I'm grateful for that. And that's how I process it. It's very important to bring silence. I'm always going to repeat this to you guys. It's so important to bring silence into your life. You're alive. And you have the right to be happy. But it's okay to be sad. And it's okay to sit with those emotions and honoring them. And asking yourself... Why do I feel sad? If it was for a breakup, just remember that you're sad because you cared for that person. Just because someone doesn't like you or didn't want to be with you anymore doesn't mean you have to be mad, but it's part of the process. I understand. But think about it. Are you more mad or are you more sad? It's processing your emotions and being honest with yourself. So I'm going to leave you with this as a food for thought. And I want to ask you this question. If you're stuck now, and that's how you feel, like you feel like you're stuck, how are you going to get unstuck? Think about it very well. You deserve happiness. You deserve for you to try and focus on what is good for you. Thank you so much for listening to me. I wish you the best in everything that you do. You're worthy, you're loved, and you're amazing.
Adiós. Gracias por escuchar. Thank you so much for tuning in the Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Chicana underscore Latina Moms podcast. And also, don't forget to leave a review. Gracias.